In today's episode, I'm talking with English and she is a functional nutrition therapy practitioner who specializes in helping couples conceive a baby of their dreams in the least invasive way possible. She uses a combination of in-depth lab work and the power of targeted nutrition to help couples get down to the root of their imbalances and restore their innate ability to conceive a healthy baby. I hope you guys enjoy this conversation where we're talking about the autoimmune condition and how it affects your thyroid and how it also affects fertility and all of those wonderful things. So buckle up and get ready for an amazing show. Welcome back to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast, where we choose to become empowered patients and take our health into our own hands. Hi, I'm Shannon Hansen, a Christian entrepreneur, a mom of three, and after dealing with my own health mysteries, I made it my mission to learn everything I could about the thyroid. I soon became certified as a holistic wellness practitioner, a functional nutrition practitioner, and a functional diagnostic practitioner, and so much more. After that, I founded the revolutionary thyroid program, The Hansen Method. As a health professional and a mom, I fully understand the importance of having a fun, simple, and sustainable plan for achieving a responsive thyroid. So I share actionable and practical strategies for developing a responsive thyroid so that the ambitious moms and women can gain freedom from fatigue and lose the thyroid weight once and for all. Each week, I will be here for you. Along with my guest experts, we will be sharing simple and tangible tips that work for not only your thyroid, your hormones, your family, and your mindset so that you can get back to living the life that you envision for yourself. Welcome to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. Welcome back, you guys, to the Thriving Thyroid Podcast. I'm so excited to be having English here with me on today's episode, and we're going to be talking about fertility and autoimmune issues and how that can relate to your thyroid. So welcome, English. Hi, Shannon. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, welcome. Give everybody a little bit of background as to who you are, what you do, how you got started, all of the fun things. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I'll try to keep that short, right? Um, so um, my background was a BS in psychology, master's in school counseling. I went that route, decided that system was not for me, backed out of that. Um, went Ironman training, um, got a little shy, decided training people wasn't in the cards for me, took a little time off, actually ran a live music bar venue here. So totally different scene, um, late nights, unhealthy things, that kind of thing. Um, so eventually we took a road trip and I got out in nature and kind of cleared my mind and decided nutrition was for me. And that fertility, because of a lot of friends and family that had been going through it at the time without getting the help they needed, um, just seemed to call my name. So I put them together. I went back to school again, became a functional nutritional therapy practitioner, went on to become board certified in holistic nutrition, and I've probably taken so many courses since then, um, just adding more and more knowledge and power to what we do. And it's all kind of history from there. Yeah, that's so awesome. And I 
love the industry of like helping women conceive babies. Um, obviously I have four and I must like them (laughs) (laughs) a little bit. (laughs) Yes. I must like them. But I remember like for me going back to, so I had babies young. I was right before I turned 22 is when I had my first baby. And I just remember feeling that deep call to be a mom and this deep sense of like responsibility. And here's kind of a funny story for you guys. My husband was like, no, no, no. Like we had, (laughs) we'd been dating since I was 17. So we've been together for a long time. And, um, I was like, it's time to have a baby, just all of these things. And he was like, no way. Like we haven't (laughs) traveled. We haven't done all these things. Like, you know, what is the rush kind of deal? And anyways, long story short, I remember sitting on his lap and we were in the office and I was talking to him and he was like, nope. And I was like, okay, how about we make a deal? I made him sign a contract you guys, (laughs) (laughs) to start having a baby. Um, this was like, it must've been March because, or the beginning of March ish time. And the deal was we would start trying to have a baby in October. And he was like, okay, you can go off your birth control, but we won't start trying to have a baby until October. I got pregnant right away. And <laughs> he was embarrassed. I, I guess I won. Yeah. But <laughs> he was like, when I told him, he just looked at me like, oh my gosh, like what is even happening right now? He was, I, I think he was more in shock um, than anything. And then the other kids, he was much more excited, but it's kind of a funny story. (laughs) And he signed the contract. Yeah, he did. He signed. I mean, it was on like a white piece of like a printer paper. (laughs) Like we are going to start trying to have a baby October 2000. What was it? 2010. Maybe I had her 2011. Maybe it was 2009. I don't know. Time no, we got married in 09. So it must've been 10. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. And it was just, it's just kind of a funny story about all of that. And I, I've known when all of my kids were going to come. So anyways, it's been <laughs> a, fun, a fun journey. <laughs> um, and so I, anyways, all of that to say is like, my heart goes out to the women who are struggling with infertility and obviously I think all of us know a friend, a family member, or even yourself who have struggled with fertility and the loss of a baby miscarriages, all of those different things. So I I love this industry and I love how natural and also how affordable it is at least to try before going to IVF and all of those things. And I'm sure you could speak into that. (laughs) Yes. Right. (laughs) So my whole, um, business model. And, and honestly, even if you still find that you need to go through IVF and IUIs for whatever reason, whether it's anatomical or just health issues, um, still spending the time to do all the holistic type things and getting your thyroid in the right place and getting your nutrition in the right place and anti-inflaming your body. I mean, it's going to go so far to help the next generation be healthy as well, mm-hmm. which isn't always thought about. Yes. Um, so it's, I think there's a benefit no matter how you end up conceiving. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I was reading in one of, I, 
like you, I've taken tons of different classes. I think it was a herbal class when I was getting certified in um, herbal medicine. And it was interesting because they posed the question of where does health begin? And I was like, upon conception, you know, kind of thing. Well, in the book, it talks about two to three generations back and how the mom, like we have all of our eggs. So the health of our body dictates the health of the eggs and the health of our children. And when you think it, hopefully I'm explaining this correctly, but like when you have a baby girl, all of her sexual organs are fully developed inside the mom. So in a weird way, you're carrying your grandchildren. So it really affects just everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so there's a lot of layers to that, right? I mean, the chemicals that you're coming in contact with when you're pregnant have an effect on the daughter or the son that you're pregnant with their fertility later. Right. And the next generation. Um, so the organs are developing, but they found that a lot of the epigenetic changes, right. So whether you're under eating or overeating in extreme situations has, they've seen those changes last for six generations. I mean, it's, I know. And those were like extreme cases, right. But I mean, it's, it's, it, we just don't think about it all the time, right? We're, we're focused on get pregnant. That's what I want to do. And it's, you know, we can have this conversation, just shift it to setting the next couple generations up for health and success. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I love that about taking care of your nutrition, even prior to conceiving. I think one of the things that if I would have, you know, gone back when I was on birth control, um, I would have taken a prenatal, you know, because the, the birth control, the hormonal birth control will deplete the same nutrients that you need for, yeah. um, or how am I trying to say that? You could probably say that. Yeah. No, yeah. You're, yeah. I mean, you're totally on the right track, right? The birth control is depleting the nutrients that you need for yes for health really, but yeah. yeah, for conceiving and having a healthy baby, things like that. They don't tell you, they don't and tell you, they don't tell you the risk of it. They don't tell you the nutrients you're lo- losing. I mean, it's, Hey, <laughs> it kind of sets me on fire. Um, yeah. To think about the disservice that it's doing. Yeah. Um, to so many women everywhere. Yep. Well, and just to kind of add this, and I know a lot of the listeners have like, let's just say kids that are getting ready to go into high school or whatever, and whatever your choice is, if you choose to put them on birth control, if you do put them on a prenatal, you know, help, help them stay healthy. Anyways. Okay. I'm going off. Yeah, on a no, I would say about <laughs> informed choices, right? Informed choices. Yes. As long as you, we are given all the information that is out there, then make whatever choice is best for you. There's no judgment in that. Just, we should be able to have that information yes. first. Yes, absolutely. All right. So let's kind of shift gears yes. <laughs> and go into what would lead a couple to suspect autoimmunity and thyroid as part of their fertility journey. Yep. Um, so it can be a little tricky just because as I'm sure you're very well versed, you know, that first stage of autoimmunity is pretty silent. So if we're not testing for those antibodies, you might not know it's there. I mean, you're not really going to have a lot of symptoms, Um, But I would definitely say, you know, if the male has low sperm count, 
even though the autoimmunity is typically kind of rare in males, it's still worth looking into. Um, as far as female goes, you know, if you're having low basal body temperatures and you're temping your cycle and you have low temps, if your luteal phase is short, um, if you have cold extremities, if, if you're having early pregnancy losses, um, known low progesterone, those kind of things. Um, and it's super easy to look into. So yeah. I want to back up because I haven't talked about basal temperatures on the podcast. So are you okay? Just kind of briefly diving into benefits of that and how someone would track that. Yeah. Um, so super cool once you get into it and once you like get in the habit, which I mean, there's, there's devices that make it super simple, right? So you can either use a BBT thermometer that's five, $10, or you can get like an Ava wristband or a temp drop. For me personally, it was worth paying up for the devices just because you wear them, you sync them. You're not forgetting anything. It's accurate, um, but you could still do it for 10 bucks. Um, so as soon as you wake up in the morning, generally same time every morning, Um, You would take your temperature, you warm the thermometer up in your mouth for five minutes, let it stabilize, take your temp before you get out of bed. Because once we start moving, right, we, our metabolic rate starts to go up and it starts to change. Um, So we want to take out those variables. So you just lay there very still. Maybe you can meditate while you're doing it. I don't know. We all probably need to do a little gratitude in the morning anyways, (laughs) before we get stressed out. Um, So you just take your temp uh, and then you're just going to chart it. Um, and then as you chart, you should ideally see a, you know, half temp full degree type change, um, from your period to ovulation and then ovulation to your period again, or pregnancy, um, there should be a, a biphasic, um, pattern. Um, you can use it to prevent pregnancy. You can use it to predict your fertile window, confirm that ovulation happened, Um, You can spot thyroid issues with it. Like we talked about, Um, you can see how stress traveling alcohol affects and and it changes your temperature. Um, So not just for fertility, right? It's it's a window into our health that is basically free. Yeah. Yeah. I have a one that syncs up to my phone and I used to do really good at (laughs) checking it all the time. And then the more kids and the more my morning got a little crazy yeah. and chaotic. I'm like, I don't have minutes to lay here. I need right. to. Yep. Well, know, and if you have a new, <laughs> you have a new little one and you're not, you know, cause you do, you're supposed to sleep for at least four hours straight before you take your timbit. Yeah. You're probably not doing that. Uh, <laughs> and, and maybe you are sometimes, but, and it's, but it's to be expected if you're not. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. you know, sometimes temping, first thing after having a baby or while you're pregnant, it just kind of falls off the radar and that's fine. Yeah. Um, but it's been right taken care of permanently at this point. Yeah. Oh, well, so then there you go. So it should be good. <laughs> <laughs> Technically my yeah. husband hasn't been cleared, but we, yeah. you know, anyways, uh, <laughs> you never know. Oh, you never more. know. I'm like, I would be the one to get pregnant, but, nope. uh, <laughs> um, Anyways, so yes, I love that basal testing your basal temperature can be really beneficial um, in helping to dictate some of those first signs. And I love the saying that your your menstrual cycle is the sixth vital sign because there's so much that you guys can tell with 
your cycle, with your cervical fluid, you know, yeah. all of yes. all of those interesting things that they things don't that teach you. Yes, yes, exactly. <sighs> I didn't find out these things until I was like 32 or something. I mean, it's, <laughs> and I've talked to somebody the other day that was like, yeah, I didn't find out any of this until I was 48. I'm like, ah, oh, see, yeah. you should have been taught this in elementary school. Yeah. When they're giving you the whole sex talk yeah. and all of yeah. the, like, I mean, yeah. we're, we're as women, I think we are grossly under, I don't know what the right word is. I'm going to say service in, in terms of understanding how our body works and what we can do. Like I didn't, I did not know that there were four phases to my menstrual cycle. I taught, I was taught you have ovulation and you have your period. Like you could probably get pregnant every day of the month. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yep. Yep, Didn't matter. (laughs) Yep. What's it's just give us some autonomy and some, I don't know, have more faith in us. (sighs) <sighs> you know. Yeah. I, I'm sure both of us could rant about that. Yes. For a while. <laughs> um, so when somebody is suspecting that they're dealing with this, what kind of testing would you recommend to help them get started on their yep. journey? Yeah. So if we just want to start with the thyroid, right, we can test all the thyroid markers, which I'm sure you have gone into in great detail on your podcast. So, you know, not just looking at TSH because what the heck are we just looking at that for? Um, But looking at TPO and TGB antibodies. um, But then once we confirm that there is low thyroid function or too much thyroid hormone, we got to kind of figure out why, because sure, the medication can help in the short term, but it's not going to solve the issue. Um, So then looking at the gut, you know, it's first and foremost where I'd go bacteria, pathogens, viruses, molds, metals, nutrient deficiencies, extra stress, whether it's perceived stress or endogenous stress or anything like that. Um, So many places that we can then start to dive into. Um, Symptoms help point me in the direction of where we should go, but there's so many things, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. So if someone, let's say has done all the gut work and I using air quotes, um, and they are not noticing an improvement with their thyroid. So they're taking a probiotic, maybe they've done a cleanse, maybe, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Um, why would they not see that improvement in like how they're feeling with the fatigue and the symptoms, and then also leading into that fertility aspect. Yep. So what I've seen personally with a lot of my clients, um, it's turned out to be mold, unfortunately. Um, A lot of the times, I mean, we'll do everything right. They're so diligent with their protocols. They're eating clean, eating organic, non-GMO. They've done the probiotics and the eradication and the constipation will not go away. Um, They're not getting any better their temps are still low, their progesterone's still low. Their doctor has upped their medication and doubled it and doubled it. And it's still not getting into the cell, right? So they're still not feeling great. Um, and it's turned out to be mold. Not all the time, but uh, a lot of times. That's so interesting to me because, okay. So literally right before I got on to, to record this episode with you, um, I had just put, done a functional testing and mold came back up for me. Oh no! 
I, the two things that I battle with the most is yeah. heavy metals and mold and I'll clear yeah, them out and then they come back and then like, you know, like interesting. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I find that I'm just very, very sensitive to mold. And I yeah. think, so for me, I think there's two factors. One, I lived with my grandma over a summer and she had black mold in her basement. Oh, yeah. and so we just, we just didn't go into the basement. <laughs> That's common, but I don't suggest that. But it's you, it is common to, I'll just shut the door to the basement and not think about it, but it's, it goes through your air vents and it goes, it's in the couches and the mattresses and it's there. Yeah. Yeah. It's there. So I think having that as a child, you know, and I did that, I think two summers and then Oh my gosh, this is so embarrassing to admit. A couple of years ago, my husband and I rented a house while he was going to school and same kind of issue, like black mold was known to be in this part of the house, but we just didn't go into that, part, you know, <laughs> yep. it's, uh, yeah. and that was really the start of my own thyroid issues. I couldn't lose weight, puffy, inflamed, yes. tired, you know, all of these different things. And so I find that I am very sensitive to mold. As soon as I start feeling more tired and lethargic and just different things, I can start like looking for it and I can find it. And I found some last week in our bathroom, just a little bit. Okay. This is, we have a water pick it's not on my side of the bathroom. And I looked over and I like, you know, little things are growing in it. And oh, I was like, oh, oh, it's time oh. to like clean this out and whatever. So I'm like, I wonder if that mold was enough to, to be picked up back into my report. You know, did you take a, like a urine mycotox test? Um, this one was through hair, but okay, I okay. did an oats test. Yeah. Um, a year and a half ago yeah. before I got pregnant. Yeah. And yeah, because that'll change, you know, your your protocol, right? You know? yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's not uncommon for I and I will say the clients whose thyroid doesn't get better, we find out it's mold. I generally suggest that it's probably mold. We should look into it. And mold denial is a huge thing, right? Because it feels like a heavy, heavy thing to handle, but it's so important that we handle it and we can do it step by step. It doesn't have to feel too overwhelming, um, but cleaning up the environment is so important. I mean, it's, it's dangerous. Mm. It is. It is. And I think it's like you said, kind of underrated, you know, when we built, so we've been in this house for about a year and some of the things that I did to try to prevent it was to put rubber mats, you know, under the sinks, um, because that's easier to clean and throw away than, it eating through the wood or the yeah. cabinets and things like that. So anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not common to be like, Oh no, I don't want to deal with that. Um, ah, you know, <laughs> you just, it, you gotta be in the right mindset for it, but unfortunately mold makes you so tired that then you're like, Oh, I don't have the energy to deal with it. And then it's still weighing on you. And then you get stuck in the cycle. Mm-hmm. So Okay. So uh, from your experience and, and things like that, do you recommend people have someone come into their home to test for it? Or do you think that they can just kind of like look for it and find it on its own or <laughs> I would not go look or- for it on its own. No, <laughs> no. Cause that's what most people want to do, right? They want to go rip up the floorboards or tear out the wall or 
rip up a carpet. It's like, no, please don't. Especially if you're already not feeling great, because when you go and disturb it, it knows it's being threatened. It sends out its toxins and the mold spores are one thing, but the toxins, those mycotoxins they send out are so, so tiny. They can infiltrate every cell in your body. Um, And if you go and aggravate them, they spread out and they try to survive and you're a super host to allow them to survive. Uh, So no, hiring someone would be advised. Okay. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. And and I'm also assuming not only to look for it, but also to remove it. Right. And two separate companies. It's, I am pretty sure it is not legally allowed. The company that spots it for you can't take it out because, you know, they could then keep saying, oh, you have more and you have more when that's just not the case. Or they could say it's, it's, you know, clear. And so two separate companies for that, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've had several clients where I'm like, you got to look for it. Like at least, I mean, if you can just like, if you can open up your cabinets and just, you know, do something like that. Or I've heard of some of my clients where the rubber seal to their fridge, they would always see it there and they would clean it off and then it would come back and they would just clean it off. And I'm like, okay, there's a bigger issue. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's there's something that's feeding into that. Um, but yeah, don't go ripping down walls, leave that to everybody else. Yeah. Well, well you're not it, there. It seems like their health improves so much once it is, you know, cleaned yep. up and, yeah. yep. you know, especially if you live in humid places, you Absolutely. know, so, yep. um, is there usually one reason I, I think we kind of talked to this, but, um, is there more reasons besides just mold as being the main culprit for hormonal issue, I guess, hormonal and, you know, autoimmunity, those types of things. Oh yeah. But and kind of like you were saying, right. Where you have had mold and heavy metal issues together, you, things go together. Um, one can weaken the immune system, which allows the others to kind of take hold, um, So let's say you have mold that can allow for heavy metals, candida, it can allow for parasites, and then we're losing nutrients. Um, So generally, I'd say maybe never are you going to find just one thing. We're probably going to find multiple. Um, The good news, though, is if you find the main reason, you just, you know, go after that. And usually the other things can kind of take care of themselves Um, just because your body's so capable of regulating it. It's just you got to take out the main offenders. And we got to find what they all are. Well, that's what I was going to ask is how do you find the main offender? Like, what would you recommend for someone? Yeah. Um, you know, maybe a loaded topic. Um, So (laughs) I know, I mean, but you know, we just, that's where a lot of the symptoms can, you know, kind of guide us. Um, and then it's where I do tend to use a lot of testing. I know there are some people that are like, Oh, why spend money on testing? Well, that's because if we didn't find something else, um, an example of that is a client whose um, toxin report came back yesterday. Um, she suffered a miscarriage. She has low thyroid function, low progesterone. Her, we just, her gut in working with someone else we just couldn't ever regulate it. And it came back that she has perchlorates in her system, probably from her water supply. And that's a known inhibitor of thyroid function. Had we not found that, 
we wouldn't be checking the water supply. It wouldn't be an issue. And we would just keep chasing the gut function, getting probably nowhere. Um, so I am a big fan of using a bunch of different tools. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I, I want to stop here for a second because what I like to say is test don't guess you're like you were saying your symptoms can lead us to, Oh, we should look at this. We should do that. We should, you know, consider this or whatever. Um, but when we have testing to validate it, we have a better under, uh, sometimes I can guess and be like, I think it's this, you know, (laughs) um, just because I've been doing this for a long time, but we could get their test results back and it could be something totally different, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's kind of up to the client. Yeah. To how, how far you want to dig. Yeah. Yeah. So for someone, and, and maybe your industry is a little bit different because people are like, I want to have a baby and you know, yep. and so they're, I think maybe they're a little more ready to invest in finding okay. answers. Yes. Um, because the end result is, much more than like, I feel good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So what do you, like, what kind of testing do you ever run into? Like, I don't want to test or I don't want to spend the money on that. You guys hear my baby talking. (laughs) He's say, oh, he's dreaming. Um, So yes, I mean, there, and it's, I think if a client says, you know, I don't want to do all these investigations, that that's up to them. And that's totally fine. I'm just here to, to help investigate what you want to investigate. Um, but I have made the mistake in the past where I didn't want to ask them to do all the tests. So we just started with one thing. We kind of did the work. It wasn't getting better. Then we maybe did one more test and did the work and it wasn't getting better. And I, I think, you know, over the last two, three years, I've just said, oh, if you, if you are down for doing all the things, let's do all the things. Um, are all these tests going to come back with something? No, probably not. And that's a good thing. You know, we can at least check that off and say, all right, great. We know that isn't something. We don't have to have that hanging over our head anymore. Check it off. So then we have the full game plan a lot quicker than, than spending a few months here, than a few months here, especially when you wanted to get pregnant five years ago. Yeah. So there's a benefit. And yes, you know, if, if you want to investigate all the things, I'm here for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that. And I, I'm debating on sharing a story and I'm going to just share it because it usually things like this come to my mind because somebody needs to hear it. But I had, I learned like you, I learned some of this stuff the hard way. Um, I had a client years ago where she was kind of a difficult case for thyroid. And I was like, I don't know. And so I didn't, she had already spent, you know, money with me and was like, I can't spend any more money. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to pay for the test for you. And, um, you know, I paid for the test. We did the test. We got the answers back. It was mold, ironically, (laughs) um, parasites and all of these things. And we're like, listen, this is what you need to do in order to move forward. And I ran up against this wall again with her where she's like, well, I don't want to spend the money on paying for the supplements and the things to clear this out. And I was like, well, I can't pay for it, you know, (laughs) like for you kind of deal. Um, and she wanted to do it with food and nutrition alone. Okay. 
maybe we can do it, maybe not. Like, we'll see, we'll see how this goes. And so we, we put her on like an antimicrobial kind of protocol and things without the supplements. And we were running into this wall again, where she was having progress, but the progress wasn't fast enough. And oh, I hate even saying this, but she was kind of angry with me. <laughs> Yeah. You know, we'll just say the mold was angry. Yeah, it was the yeah. mold was making her yeah, angry. The mold it was making her angry. <laughs> but she was upset with me that her progress yeah. wasn't happening faster. And I had to go back to her and say, listen, this is what I recommended. This is the route that you chose to go. And I was supporting you in that. But yeah. you're comparing your story and your results with everybody else who has, you know not the same yeah. thing, but similar issues. And they are willing to spend the money on the testing. They're willing to spend the money on the supplements and stuff. And you can't, it's not apples to apples, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, I think as listeners sometimes, and even for ourselves, I've had to come to a place and realize that I have to invest in my health and I have to make changes and adjustments. Um, to what I'm eating or the supplements that I'm taking or whatever it may be in order to have the progress that I want. Yep. I mean, what is it going to cost you if you don't though? Which, and, and it stinks because I think a lot of times, and maybe you feel the same by the time we get a client, they've seen so many other people. So they've spent thousands and thousands of dollars and got nowhere, yeah. which stinks. You know, I feel bad for them. Um, and I hope that I don't do that to too many other people, right? That's why I want to find the right answer. Um, but the body's so intricate and complicated that finding the right answer takes, takes a lot of investigating mm -hmm. um, and it does cost money, but if we don't find it, are we going to get better? Yeah. There's a lot to weigh in that. Yeah. And there's, I mean, at least with thyroid, they say an average of eight to 10 years before you get diagnosed yep. with a thyroid imbalance. And so that's a long time of being tired and puffy and inflamed and, you know, not feeling like yourself, <laughs> um, yes. you know, and then you couple it with, uh, I feel like this is going to trigger some people, but this this feeling of being inadequate as to why can't I conceive? Why can't I have a baby? Like, I want this. It's a, a good, righteous desire, you know, whatever yeah. it is. Like, yeah. why am it I feels being, like your birthright. Yeah. Yeah. Why am I being punished, punished again, air quotes there. And it's like, my heart just hurts for them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It does. And they're not, it, 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 I hear a lot of times, so, well, this doctor will run these tests, but you have to advocate for yourself. You really have to push for it. Why? Why should couples have to be doing that? I don't know. I just think if, if the patient requests something and I get, there's probably like insurance, red tape and this and that, but if they're willing to pay for it, why aren't we at least running it? Cause then you could just, you know, as the doctor, you could say, Oh, we ran this look, everything's fine. We could cross that off again. Um, it's just unfortunate. And they just keep having more and more losses because the plan isn't changing and they're not getting the help they need. It's a, yeah. Uh, yeah. So 
as we kind of move to wrap this up, why would someone taking thyroid medication for hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's not experience an increase in thyroid hormones? Like why would it not balance out those hormones for them? Yeah. So I would say, you know, that kind of goes back to um, like the cell resistance to it. Right. So if the body's gone into that cell danger response, if it feels like it's being attacked over and over again by whatever it is, viruses, parasites, molds, that kind of thing. Um, it's not going to allow that thyroid hormone into the cell. Um, there's some mitochondrial dysfunction there, which I'm sure you could probably elaborate a million more reasons <laughs> why um, somebody taking medication isn't getting better. Um, but that is one that I've seen. Um, yeah. It's just not going to accept it. It's, yeah. it's not functioning properly. The cells are, have stiffened and they are not going to work. Oh, yes. And I, I wish I could go into all of the things (laughs) about that. And honestly, like before, like I said earlier, before hitting record on this, um, I did a Facebook live where we talked about it and I have my little diagram back here (laughs) behind me about the stages of cellular dysfunction. And Thyroid hormone isn't as simple as you take it and it's absorbed into the body and it balances everything out. There has to be this process. And I've talked about this in so many different podcast episodes where thyroid hormone is sent to the liver and it's sent to the small intestines. And so if somewhere along the line, the liver isn't working or the intestines, you know, your microbial balance is not working properly the conversions aren't happening and the absorption isn't happening. So you increase dose, increase dose, increase dose, increase dose. I've had some clients where they've come in on like 225 MCGs of, um, you know, levothyroxine or whatever it is. And I'm like, what is even happening here? You know, and thankfully very quickly, they're able to work with their, their doctor. Once we balance out the nutritional aspect of it, they're able to, you know, cut that dose in half, um, or more in a very short period of time, because the body just needs to, to balance out, right. It it needs to be able to absorb those nutrients. And a lot of it has to go back to the gut work that we talked about. Yep. Go because the thyroid's not, it's not isolated. It's not just happening on its own. Just like with fertility, the ovaries and the testes are not operating on their own. So why are we only looking at ovaries or at, and testes and saying, okay, well, everything's functioning well. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot more to it than that. Yes. I say all the time, your body is an ecosystem everything works together and, you know, the mold is going to impact this and, you know, heavy metals are going to impact this. And like, like you were kind of talking about earlier, it opens the gates for parasites and mold and fungus and bacteria and all of these different things. And then it's like, everything's broken. Like I'm just all, I'm just broken. (laughs) It feels like it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But you go to your thyroid doctor and he's like, oh, well, your, your thyroid looks okay. Here's some more medication. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> yep. Or now you're just, you just have anxiety. So here's an anxiety medication, you know, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You could probably go on about that. I, I happens, could, so. I could rant. I feel like I'm in a ranting mood right now. I'm a little, 
agitated. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Hopefully I didn't bring that out in you. <laughs> no, I just all day today. I'm like, ah, like this system is broken and oh, it's yeah. so stupid. And I hate for these women to struggle the, the way that they, they have. And yep. like you were saying, a lot of these women are, I don't work with couples, so I work with women, but <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> A lot of these people have already tried so much. They're they're already on medication. They've tried different diets. They've done different cleanses. They've done all these different things. And yet they still don't have answers. And here I am like, Hey, I can help you. And they're like, who am I? Yeah. Yeah. You know, (laughs) like I've already worked with this person and this person, this person, you know, and like, what's the guarantee yeah. You know, for working with you. And, and I, I do have a guarantee for my program where we have a 80% reduction. Well, I actually lowered it. We have an average of 80% reduction <laughs> in symptoms in four months. Um, yeah. but if you're going to come into my program and you're going to work with me by the end of the four months, you're going to experience a 60 to 70% reduction in That's symptoms. Awesome. We track all of them. Um, yep. And if you don't have that, then I will work with you for an entire year up to an entire year. Um, as long as you're doing the work, if you're taking your supplements, if you're, you know, coming to the coaching calls and putting forth the work and the effort, I will continue working with you and coaching with you because I, I believe in this so much. And I know that it works when, when you have the right things put into place. Did you see my website? No, I didn't. You know what sparked that? Oh, I have what? a money back, like a money back program for my couples. Oh, tell um, tell us about pregnant. that. Yeah, really so um, it's it goes does all the testing for her, all the testing for him. Um, so it is couples, just because men are fifty percent of the equation, and I'm yep. not going to put you know all of it on the women. Tea on yeah, like if if the guys just like yeah go to McDonald's every day, um, but we do all the testing. We work together for a year. Um, supplements included. So like you, there are stipulations, you know, yeah. we have to meet at least once a month. They've got to be following this and doing the food logs. Um, you got to do the work, yeah. but I'm confident in the work. Um, and if they aren't pregnant within 12 months of us working together, they get $5,000 back. So it's a big risk on my part, but that's how confident I am. Um, yeah. That's, that it's going to work. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't amazing. know. It's, it's probably not legal to say like, I guarantee, you know, I can't guarantee that you're going to get pregnant. Right. Nobody can, but right. I guarantee my program works. Um, and if it doesn't, you get $5,000 back. So that's amazing. I, I think, I don't know how to say this. I think people who offer something like that, um, it speaks volumes as to their, their integrity and the importance that they believe in this program. And they're not just trying to take your money, you know? No, no, so. that was how shady, you know, oh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> of couples who have been true, you know, anybody in any situation, you know, but no, yeah, it's definitely not amazing. Well, English, why don't let's wrap this up. Cause I got to go get yep. kids from school, but <laughs> yep. um, let's, I'm going to have you just share, how can people follow you? How can they connect with you? And like I said, all of this will be in the show notes um, yeah. for people to check out as well, but where can they find you and get in contact with you if they want to. Yeah. Uh, so you can find me on Instagram at nursing tree blue, 
or on my website, thenourishingtreelouisville.com. They can even scroll like halfway down that page. There's a free resource, um, Baby Ready Body. It's going to go over all the reasons for unexplained infertility and give you some tips and tricks. Um, and that's kind of where you can find me. That is awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on today. And I hope you guys would reach out to English if you guys are struggling with um, fertility issues and, you know, just want some answers. I have so enjoyed being here. We'll have to rant another day. (laughs) Right? I kind of in a feisty mood. Sorry, guys. This is, I don't know. It's just a day. Uh, (laughs) All right. Well, to get fired up, it's fine. (laughs) Yes. We'll see you guys on the next. Wait before you go. Please subscribe. If you found value in today's episode, leave us a review and share on Instagram and please tag us. We love your reviews. Pretty please.